and welcome to Hellcast. I think it is a third. The third, yes, Hellcast Live the third. Hopefully, we might be doing literally live at one point uh, as that offer still stands. But this is all, all live in person. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. if, if this is your first time listening to Hellcast, I am Reaper. This Justin. Is. Justin, or, or give me a nickname, guys. He's got Reaper. I Dude, just got I asked you for a god. See, this is, this is how it's going. You, you didn't know, ask me. Hellcast.net's our website. Uh, if you've never listened to the show, we, we talk about metal. That's all you need to know. And not like... You know, cranberries are great, and then carcass, goat, goat moon. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna be a goat moon T-shirt yeah, guy. Yeah, it's 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 like no, the shit you you care about. So, so anyway, yeah. So we've started this show, and Justin's gonna be a part of the show, and it's like, what what are you gonna call yourself? I just, and then now you're coming. You're like, I need a nickname. Goddamn it! You're like, well, I didn't realize everybody else did. I, said I forgot Eddie had one, and then when Athnar comes on, aka Jamie comes on, he's Uh-oh. just uh, yeah, he's uh. You know he's got he's got his code name. You got Reaper, so I got Jack shit. Yeah, but you knew that going in. <laughs> I didn't think of it. I don't know. Maybe I need one, or just Justin. We'll just call you J Dog. That's, been, that's been your nickname for a little while there. I'm, yeah, that's was given to me. Yeah, well, Sergeant uh, Destructor <laughs> is uh, what uh, Nick said. Sergeant Destructor. Yeah, well, he put. I don't know if it's a typo or, but he put Destructor. I like it. Justin Destructor. How's that? I don't know. Keep them coming. I'm not feeling well, it. Well, there you go. Here's a first top. Fuck. We, screw the show notes. So, yeah. What about those band nicknames? What about them? What's your favorite band nickname? You mean like stage name? Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Stage name. Band nickname. <laughs> <laughs> stage name. God um, damn it. <laughs> I like Corpse Grinder. Corpse Grinder's good. Really? Oh, uh, that's a cool one. Um, I always liked... Uh, 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 Tom Angel Ripper. That was always that's my, a good one. It's better yeah, than a, Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Yeah, that's proper a good German one. There. Evil Chuck. That's a good one. Yeah, Evil Chuck. Yeah, um, he he dropped that though. Pretty, oh yeah, he that was pretty short lived. Very short lived. I don't even know if that's on Scream Bloody Gore. If so, I don't think anything past that. Well, but see the demos. Now, so was, now I guess here's slightly back to like you talking like, where's my goddamn nickname? Like rewinding for me, if you're a Crucified Mortals fan, or just a fun fact that. Uh, so our first release was Converted by Decapitation. Now that came out, we self-released it. And yeah, I and I did the lay I, I did the layout and stuff. So I was like, you know, typing everyone's name. And I'm like, you know, I, I really like this Reaper nickname and whatever. But I couldn't do it. Like, cause I just thought about like, you know, because I was young and like you your parents, you got brothers, whoever, family members would like want to see it. You know, like Reaper, like this is just gonna be dumb. Like, what are they gonna think of me? So I really had this long hesitation. And I really wish I didn't, because now that I see that pressing of the CD, it's just that dumb. I'm just like, it's like Craig. Reaper, horrible. No, but I think uh <laughs> no, but I there's a lot of things like that. I wanna say who else is um there was somebody that, you know, they have their stage name, but on the first release, they called by their first name. I can't, right. can't and, think of who, but there's definitely or, somebody. And I have a feeling like Tom Angel Ripper or, you know, uh, you know, whatever, and first name and then, uh, you know, nickname. I almost want Ross the Boss, like Mark the Shark. Mark the Shark. <laughs> like I re- yeah, from the Middle <laughs> Road. So I know, calls, yeah. I forgot um, about that. I, I, I almost think that maybe they keep their name in it. And and not because all the time, but like for maybe the, that same kind of shy, like what I was just saying for myself, you know, or or they were, you know, it just got thrown in there. And like because people would do that to me, like I'll see like a publication that I didn't have my fingers in. And like mm-hmm. so they'll like, you know, name me. They won't know, like maybe just drop the real name and just so they'll put like Craig Reaper. I'm like, oh, God, don't don't do that, dude. Just 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 the name because <laughs> it just looks stupid. They got like. 
I don't know. I just the worst is like if that if that's what they just call you by your first name and then your last name, like Reaper Horrible. Like, oh god, don't do. Oh, don't. I never heard that. Oh, uh, it's happened, and I feel like, I just feel like a douche. So now people are gonna probably call me that. I mean, however <laughs> more they want to take, take it, I think it's okay. Honestly, I, I just got a rant. So I, I've been doing a lot of kind of show research. Want to up the ante on stuff, and just kind of want to, you know, I, I want to give that ultimate kind of like metal show experience. You know, the stuff that every metal show that's we all know that's not a metal show because it always sucks. Um, you know, find out what they did. Think, but well, well, oh, that's a good idea, and then make the metal version of it. Of course, some places got close, but a lot of it, like that metal show and all that, didn't get close at all. So that's precisely where I've been kind of going. I was like, well, let's see what that metal show is up to, and then I stumble across something. I'm just like, oh god, I got to talk about this. <laughs> uh, was that like, well, because they had the nerve to talk about vinyl, and right out the gate, like they're they're doing the typical clueless fogey shit, where it's like, for uh, records, like they even still make those, you know, back in the day. Well, you might not remember those. Do you even remember albums? And oh, they pull like, that shit. Yeah, well, in that tone, I mean, they didn't do that much. So, because they were talking about. Who knows? Probably Panther. <laughs> Plugging that, which is kind of the point of how that much kind of stinks. Um, and that they were putting their stuff out, reissuing it on vinyl. Mm-hmm. And so someone made like, wow, vinyl's back. And they're like, it's not back. No one cares about it. And I'm just sitting there on the receiving end going, what are you shaking your head on camera? I'm shaking my head to you. Like, you don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. It, it, it's back, dude. Well, not people, but the thing is, I know people are now bring it up like that. And especially in metal, though. No, God what's, damn it. what's annoying about that it, though, when people, when, when people are bringing that up, I'm like, where have you been? It's been back. It's been back right. since like 2003. It's That's like when we started doing records. Well. Right around 2003 is when we did vinyl. Yeah, I think 2003. Something around this when we uh, started doing vinyl. It was back since then. And to right. be honest with you, its peak was probably around 08, 09. It's actually died down a little since then. Uh, you it's think? Still you think? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, not much. But what I'm getting at is these people are that. I'm like, dude, you're 10 years late to the game. You're like, the, the, the big time it was back was 10 years ago. To be fair, though, I think I was a little bit uh, uh, late to seeing that episode. But still, I mean. It's like, not 10 years ago, I bet. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't ten years ago. So and that and that's it. And so so then I'm watching that for influence. It's like, oh God, well they're clueless. The point is, fuck them, you know. And then move on. And then I I stumble upon Rat Skates, who was the former drummer of Overkill, the first drummer, great drummer, really unique drummer. I always thought I love I love Feel the Fire, and mainly sometimes for the drumming. But anyway, Rat, you know, who did a cool documentary on Overkill and stuff, apparently has like some sort of video production company. And so I stumble across it, and it was totally posted like, that metal show idea before there was a that me-. like kind of like a, I'm disgruntled that these guys got the gig and I didn't get it. Rat's a little disgruntled. It seemed like that because okay. that's what the video was called, and it was like rat. No fucking wonder, dude. You posted this eight years ago and it's got six hundred views. Oh my god! You don't know what the fuck you're doing. And then I watched it, and then dude, it's like I mean, not a horrendous lineup, but it's just like. These people again, David Olefson in and they flip flop back and forth between the guests, like literally in between conversations. So it'd be like right now and then all of a sudden Justin changes and then back and forth. But in this situation, David Olefson was in both of them. And then it was like the guitar player from Alice Cooper. And you're just like, I thought this is a metal show. You know, I'm not knocking Alice, but it's rock, dude. Uh, And then. 
another guy I've never heard of and a JJ French from Twisted Sister. And so and, and then Rat Skates. And so and then I don't remember the other people. Oh, I mean, I think the guy from Living Color like cuz he was awesome. It, yeah, like and that was another rock band. I was just like, Jesus Christ, even Rat Skates can't do this shit right. Yeah, and then he has the nerve to make fun of the successful people. Making it sound like he's doing it the right. Yeah. Yeah, and and then what are they talking about? The same shit. They were talking about like the days of new and like, you know, well, kids nowadays, you know, they could put in the grind and they don't even need a record label to succeed and this and that. And you're just like, do you not realize that every kid watching right now pretty much knows that? And they're looking at you like this old bogey, like, who the fuck are you to tell me what I know? Do you even know how to operate a cell well, who's phone? Well, with that being said, though, who's a very successful metal band that doesn't have a record label, though? Metal band. Uh, I, a keyword is metal band, and keyword is successful, and not I sold a thousand CDs. I'm talking about living off their band, metal band without a label. I, I don't know of anybody. I could be wrong, but I don't know of anybody. Um, well, Omar, you said I did a perfect Eddie Trunk impression. I don't know if I even did one. Is it just being <laughs> clueless <laughs> about metal <laughs> or good metal? Not like you know ACDC and Anthrax, and you're just like ACDC, hard rock, Anthrax. I'm sick of hearing about. Cool. Um, well, Anthrax, they got more bad albums than good albums. But that's a good. That, okay, so well, let, let's open up to the crowd first and foremost. What band can you say that's like successful? And let's let's define success. As in living off their band that doesn't have a label, metal band, metal living band. off their band, or at the very least bringing home a decent paycheck for it, and maybe they have a daytime job, but they they're bringing home money because of it. Uh, I that, mean that's a hard uh, thing to say though, especially from a fan perspective, because you don't know. No, but, I know you don't, but I mean you can assume, right. put it this way: anyone that thinks Slayer's not making money off their bands a fucking moron. So you can make some general assumptions. All right, I'm going to say this. I know of shitty metal genre, you know, like new metal and so on, bands that are making a living off of it. Yeah, I'm sure there is. But you got to remember, that's a more appealing music. For example, there's individual rappists. I'm sure they're doing the same thing. I think that underground metal could. I think if they could abandon the whole shame in that you can succeed off your band, Mm -hmm. then these bands, fuck, there'd be a ton of bands that would. Yeah, because I, think about the ones. I mean, I personally feel that I've worked alongside bands that could have been that, but they wouldn't abandon that. And when they did abandon it, kind of sort of midnight, there goes this, there starts shit starts to happen. You know what I mean? But everyone they won't swallow that pride. I'm like, well, you know, you're not. You're, we're gonna put out. 60 copies and it's just gonna be 60 and you're just like why like that's not cool like it's so great that's not even an impressive room of people let alone your fucking album <laughs> you know what i mean who wanted to put 60 copies of their I'm actual album i'm just saying album? like bands do that like with great pride like you know only yeah. 60 copies well i think the reason why again i think you're gonna be hard pressed to find that per- it's hot as that fucking it is hot as fucking here uh you're going to be hard-pressed to find a band that's successful without a label for for lots of reasons in the metal scene because the metal scene's a different um, animal, so to say, because yeah. the mentality is just like the 60 copy thing you said. And also, too, I don't, know if you, I, I don't know if you noticed it, but I certainly have, and I don't know how to put it in words. It's almost like the scene itself kind of claims 
who they want to be popular. Like for example, take Midnight. Oh yeah, yeah. They ne- <laughs> they did not like they didn't do anything special out the gate, and they just got popular basically literally overnight before they were even signed to us. Even I think, think so. What that too. being said is the the scene almost selects who they want to like and who they don't. And it's like you're basically prone to that. No matter how much advertising and shit you do, you can only get it so far. That's what I, my belief is. Now, don't get me wrong. Pushing your band and, and working for it, yeah, of course you can get it bigger than doing nothing, of course. But I think it can only go so far based on this stubborn-ass metal scene. That's what I'm saying. But because I can say these pop music and uh, rap and that, that new metal shit, that's totally a different animal. That's just JoJo's that are, that are just doing random crap that just you know listen to music while they're at work or you know in their car or whatever. They don't give a fuck. Well, I would like to kind of hear if we're just, I'm just rambling on my ass for it. Uh, does anyone else agree with that? Like, do you think that metal bands kind of have a holdup in that they, you know, piss on success? Like, well, you can't do that because it's got to be this. And it's just, it's kind of an impairment mentality rather than it is just kind of like, fuck yeah. <laughs> you know, they may not know that because they don't know the behind the scenes. Like, I didn't know that before doing the hells thing. You kind of see that more when you're trying to do business. I'd be curious or if trying I to put out that. releases or it, say you're a, say you're a promoter of shows. I think when you are in those lines, maybe when you do a zine, all that kind of stuff, you start to see how people's work ethic is and their their uh, mentality is. But if you're just a fan, just buying stuff and picking stuff up and going to shows, listening to music, I don't know if you would notice that or not. I know I didn't pick up on it until was doing this as a business. Right. The other thing that is kind of really annoying me with in, within the research, and, and I've gone this correct many times, and that's how it's kind of, I always kind of have it in the back of my mind when even coming up with stuff to talk about or, or present and or even making it better is like every fucking, anyone that gets close to that success, it's always shitty then. So when you can get, you know, Midnight in there, they'll, they'll, they'll plug Goat Moon, I'm not wearing a metal shirt today, Candlemas, Angel Witch, so on and so forth, then it'll be, you know, the shittiest band here that's not even metal, like Rob Zombie. And you're just like, oh, God, like what happened? Who plugged them? They'll, they mean they'll well, change that's what all stuff. these sites do. That's what all this shit does. You know, like, uh, uh, namely in this ca- case, Sam Dunn and Banger TV, <laughs> that guy that did that Headbangers Journey thing. The oh, guy okay. that's famous for interviewing Gaul from Gorgoroth and the, what do you think about, you know, what's what's the driving force of black metal? And then, yeah, Satan. Satan. Yeah, yeah. That guy. Then he's talking about, and then he's talking to Rob Zombie in the next fucking thing, and you're just oh, like, "Oh, really? I mean, I guess, but no, don't you just, just just stop it? Everyone fucking keeps doing that, and that's what you get for someone that gets it, like, well, that gets how to make the platform successful, make you know, can put it in HD, multiple camera angles, good audio, make it a show that, and that's what you get, and it's just like, it's always that, it's always shit. Well, he's just you know interviewing who he thinks is going to get hits. Our views, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, 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 but that's, you know. Yeah, well, and Omar said it, you know, there are too many rules when being an indie metalhead. And and that's pretty much the summary of that gripe. And yeah, then there was some old geezers trying to tell you otherwise and how you su- can succeed in that. And it's like, I don't know. Yeah, like I said, that part I think mostly comes along when you're trying to do shit inside the scene. If you're just going to shows, I mean, you might not notice the geezer syndrome as much. Not to just be like a bitch that always has something negative to say. is really because... You know, in the underground, I mean, I've been there. It's still in there. Uh, You work really, really hard. And now you have so many tools that all you got to do is kind of understand them that you could be doing that. You know, I've told bands, dude, look at this Facebook Live shit. 
You're on the road to play in bumfuck Egypt that's going to take you five hours. Film yourself. Hey, man, we're on the road to bumfuck Egypt. Uh, I don't know where it is. It's going to be great. More soon. Done. You know, now you're plugging yourself. Hey, we just arrived at bumfuck Egypt. We're going to see what kind of food they got. See you soon. Yeah, you but know? some people don't want to be in the camera 24-7 like but that, But they're going too. to play a show in bumfuck Egypt? Yeah, but some people just, they don't like that. You know what I mean? They like there's Too just, many excuses. Success does not have excuses. No, yeah, I could, I could see that. <laughs> I could see that. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but I, I say, I think that that would be the argument that some people are like, I want to play music. I'm not here to be a fucking uh, the next. Um, what are those girls that everybody watches on TV? Uh, I don't know. Fucking, I don't know, know what people watch the, on uh, TV. The twins, the fucking. Uh, God damn it! What, what the is fuck he talking name? about? Anyone know? The Natasha. The, um, <laughs> you know what I'm talking he, about, dude. God damn it! Everyone. No, knows I don't. The what three are, chicks that everybody watches uh, on TV. They're they're, they're those uh, light life. Come on, what three chicks come on, do Gooley, everyone come on. watch on TV? Pablo, whoever's watching, help me out. Dude, I got the blue channel. The, the Kardashians. That's the who? It. The Kardashians. I've, I've never... I could walk into one of those in my real life and have no fucking clue who they are. Oh, yeah, I don't... No, no, I actually, I don't know if I'd fully recognize... I know I've seen them. I don't know if I'd recognize them. Sorry, Bernard. <laughs> he figured it out right when he said it. Now you're going to go on the one that's yeah. the only one See, to do. he knew what I was talking about, though. <laughs> no, exactly. But yeah. I'm saying... He wishes he didn't. But a lot of... Some people are just, like, trying to play a band. What I'm saying... They might say, like, you know, I'm not trying to be the Kardashian showing my whole life off. I just want to play some music. And I can't really argue that. You know, I mean, okay. But, but right. But that's what I'm saying is that if you'd utilize some tools, man, that's what you would be doing is just playing music. Fuck the car. I'm not saying be the Kardashians. I'm saying be the cool metal guy. Show Sam Dunn. Show JJ French that he's a clueless geezer. We're, I'm, I'm sick of hearing from Scott Ian on fucking melodic death metal documentaries of you know what like yeah there's a lot of great death metal bands out there wow scott what a what an intriguing is that statement. What he said? no because there is no melodic death metal thing but he would be in it <laughs> that's the thing that's what i'm saying yeah. slash scott ian lemmy if he was still alive and and just put a bunch of other people that should not be in metal document lars ulrich they would all be in there yeah, i'd rather hear from more interesting personalities exactly. because even take someone like lemmy be like what do you mean lemmy's the greatest it's like okay maybe he was maybe he wasn't but the bottom line is i hate to break anybody's heart that loves lemmy <laughs> that guy doesn't like fucking metal he likes like I old know. world war ii music shit he doesn't listen to no you think he's listening to overkill and shit even Dude, no he's when not you watched the do you ever watch that lemmy movie i've I've seen it. I mean, Dude, as much he's as I can Amoeba under, understand. Have you ever been to Amoeba Records? No, but I've heard about it. Anyone that's ever been to Amoeba Records anywhere, is any it, location, it's like but style? primarily in Los Angeles, is huge. It's fucking huge. And then what does he go to look for? The Beatles? Yeah, they, exactly. I, honestly, I was I, honest. I wasn't even a huge Motorhead fan. I kind of had I lost some respect there because I was just like, this is the rock god. Like that's all he gives a fuck about is the, the, no. The, I mean, the I get it, that's, his, that's, his, that's his time frame. I get but that. Like, no, I, I just said too. So was, you and I, I told you I'm a rehearsal. Like even like King Diamond, who's my favorite. I, he, that guy doesn't. You listen know what? To King Diamond's a lot. When you watch him, dude, he's way more excited about music. At no, least. I know he is. But what I'm saying is the stuff that he likes metal wise is literally Metallica, Slayer. You know, Dio, Rainbow, that's stuff he likes. At least, well, maybe. No, no, but what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is, he doesn't listen to Possessed. He doesn't listen to Sodom. He doesn't listen to Creator. But, and I put him down. I'm just saying he doesn't. So, what that being said is, I would kind of like to listen to somebody who's like a metal legend that listens to this stuff legitimately. Agreed. 
Agreed. 100% agreed. And that is entirely the gripe in that all these platforms, whether it be video-based, especially, which is my example, to uh, webzines and, and so on and so forth, you get it as close as possible and you're like, oh, great, stuff I care about. And then, bam, just hits you with all the shitty stuff that you're just like, oh. Like, if I was a school-aged kid right now, I would be... <laughs> Just spraying because I would not want to be in that fucking crowd, man. You're right, Omar. A lot of metal pioneers don't listen to metal, no, or they don't keep up with it. No, all the guys that sell some of these guys, <laughs> the metal, they don't no, keep some up these guys, the metal Kardashians. I, 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 um, I'll put the challenge out to you for anybody. Think, think of any of your top favorite bands, like classic bands, like Venom, Bathory, Slayer, Merciful Fate, Possessed, yeah, Death, classic shit. You know what I mean. I hate all those bands. You know, it's classic shit, stuff like that. I guarantee <laughs> you, if you interview like almost all those guys, pretty much none of them listen to what you consider metal. Jeff Becerra has a Nunslaughter tattoo. Yeah, he does, and that's that. He, that's a very rare exception in the rule. Yeah. Dylan said Jeff was fucked up in Seattle at sadistic intent and stole my friend's drink and kissed his girlfriend and did a line of drugs off of a possessed record that someone wanted him to sign. Total maniac. Sounds like he really cleaned up his act since he went got paralyzed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Heavy metal and movies. I just acquired this through a gift for Christmas. Heavy metal and movies. I wanted to bring it up because I think a lot of times when you think heavy metal movies and all this kind of stuff, you all just look for the horror movies with it. Mm-hmm. Where this book pretty much expands way up about that. In fact, so much that some of the movies that I hadn't heard of that I'm like, oh, there's heavy metal in that movie? I went and watched. I'm like, where the fuck's the heavy metal? So this is a really cool book. Dude, it's thick as fuck. I put the link already in the description of Live Outside the, the Music, you know? Get to know it more and like, yeah, see it in movies and stuff. This is a great book that, fuck, you would think that this thick, it's probably every goddamn movie that ever has metal in it. <laughs> that's what I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> if it doesn't tell you about the metal in the movie, you just find out some cool movies that have a good chance of, you know, standing your attention span and might like, rather than just going on Netflix. Like, I don't know about you, like, when I go on Netflix and this, you know, there's too many choices. YouTube, Amazon, anywhere. Buying groceries. Too many too many fucking choices. Milk. I never had that problem in the grocery store. I have that problem in the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want fucking milk. Like, what is grab one then? What's the problem? Well, because then Do it's you want whole like, milk? this milk gives you tits. This milk fucking shrinks your dick. What this milk? milk's healthy for you. This milk's really bad Which for you. Which milk gives you like, tits like, and shrinks your dick? I only know about Mountain Dew. <laughs> just saying. I only, know that Mount, I only know that Mountain Dew shrinks your dick. That's the only dick shrinking shit I know. I'm just saying. You find out all this shit about milk. Well, hey, don't give me a hard time for being confused with the milk aisle. You're Mr. Soy Milk or some shit. I don't drink milk at all. Yeah, you do. You have almond milk. Or I use a shit. splash of unsweetened almond this milk. This fucking guy playing in my dumb coffee. On me. <laughs> that's, okay, that's like saying if you put a one creamer in your coffee, you drink milk. I put a splash. I'm talking about shit. I come more than goddamn this. We amount came of my, into this discussion my talking coffee. about the confusion you of will the never milk see, aisle, you and will, you have been in the milk you, aisle. You, you, dumb you will me. never <laughs> ever in your life see this guy sitting there drinking a glass of milk ever in your lifetime. I wasn't. I don't either. Who 
does right, that? I'm, but do I, <laughs> do, I have a, do I have a thing of almond milk in my fridge that I use as my coffee creamer? Yes. Does that there count? There you go. And yes, I'm, it fucking does. That's the precise. All and, I'm and I'm doing. not worried if it shrinks my dick or gives me tits because it hasn't done either. <laughs> You're taking my examples literally. So you've been in the milk aisle. Uh-huh. So we're equating this since the, you've never been on Netflix. No, I have, but the wife usually does the flip, and I just do the sitting. Well, when you're doing the sitting, aren't you just like, oh, my God, my head fucking hurts. Like, I don't know what to watch now. I thought I was going to watch no, that. No, the main thing, that, cool, main, main thing that hurts is my patience, because our goddamn connection yes. sucks shit, and you're fucking just waiting there. Yes. It's like, now I'm thinking, and hold on, and please wait, and one well, moment, there you go. all this well, other bullshit. There's the plug to an end for this book. <laughs> if you don't want to be confused by all the choices out there, this is a good book. Especially if you're like one of those people that feels guilty that you're not listening to metal because I don't know. I guess there's people like that. Some people feel guilty for listening to metal. I don't know. Like if you're if you're like one of the, if you're like that big of a metal dork and you're like every like every hour of the day has to be spent towards metal. Oh, I know you're talking. I know you're talking. Then there you go. Like when you want to watch a movie, you can make it metal because of this book, and that's the point. Hey, Simon says you have an awesome Goat Moon shirt. Sweet, Simon. I think we got them in stock on HHR. So if you were to put some of your favorite musicians, who are your favorite musicians, by the way? Metal musicians. When you say musicians, do you just mean like one-off guys, like a certain guitar player, or do you mean overall bands? All right, we'll play a slight little game, and I'll just make it simple on you. If you're building your ideal band, a band you're just like, this band is going to be fucking awesome. Now, whether or not this would actually happen and they weren't awesome, I, yeah, I think I know we're right. not going to propose that. We're just going to put the dream team of metal band built by Justin with pending nickname J-Dog. <laughs> Since he wants I, I don't have any dream teams. The reason I don't is because that's kind of happened if you think about it. Like uh, certain bands getting those got members of you know you see that sticker it's got members of Grave and and dismember and then and uh, you know what I'm saying a repulsion like Death Breath, but yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. but you know what I'm saying. But anyways, that but was a dream band. No, that was that was good. But I'm saying a lot of times when you get that, it's like eh, I don't really like it. You know what I'm talking about? I do 100. Like, yeah, yeah, and Death Breath was probably the the one that broke. There's that very mold. few exceptions. Yeah. Now some people, but for example, let's just say you got the, this combo. Let's say you got um. Like Bill Steer of Carcass, fucking uh, Chris Barnes before he was rapping. <laughs> and barking. He sounds like and a barking dog and now. rapping. And doing bad covers. If you had like the drummer of, um, I, I can never pronounce his name, the drummer of Sinister, who I've always loved his blast beats. Oh, it's either Odd or AAD. I don't know how the fuck you, you say his name. Him and let's say like Alex Webster on bass. That'd be a cool, I think that'd be a pretty cool fucking uh, lineup for me, but that doesn't mean guarantee I'd like it. It'd probably be overproduced see, now or you, be something that would happen. See, now you went down a dark road because you kind of mentioned death metal guys, but more oh. specifically kind of more technical. And that's where I think where the problem could happen and why it would render those disappointing results. Mm -hmm. Granted, I think the more heavy metal you get then, too, with that would also render some very disappointing results. Well, just look at like the Denner and Sherman project. I was like, yeah, I don't really like it. I was like, it's okay. Yeah, I was disappointed. I mean, granted, just I like they give did. It a, there's also too. They did. There's a few side projects. There's the Zozier Mez. Uh, it's it's okay, but it's but it's not. I mean, you don't go from merciful fate to okay. Yeah, 
I mean, that's but I'm just saying that's, that's a, usually that's why I, I, I was never really a big fan of that. Members of this all put together. Now, if it was a bunch of members and like say there was four different members, it's all from bands I liked. I'll check it out. Don't get me wrong, I will. But usually, it's like I said, other than Death Breath, and I'm I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody. But for the most part, I'm like, I don't really like it. Or I was like, yeah, it's just okay. Well, you kind of stole my answer because I was going to say the same damn thing. It's like yeah. I wouldn't have one. I don't think. I, I don't. I yeah. I, and I think yeah. If I got it, I, I felt it was kind of sort of. Uh, I'm not a big like when you brought out musicians. I'm not a big maybe because I don't play uh, instrument. I'm not a big identifying musicians. I I, I identify bands. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's kind of a whole group effort. Like. Very rarely do I like a band just kind of like, I just like the drum sound. How you bring that up? I mean, don't get me wrong. There's sounds I do like, but there's never that I like an album just because of one thing, the guitar or the drums. It's like, I like everything. And I'm not going to like, you know, I really like these drums, but those vocals suck dick. You know what I mean? Well, if the vocals suck dick, then it's usually hard for everything else to line up where. Oh, the, right, well, you know, say you love the vocals, but everything it. else is a fucking snore fest. Be the same thing. You know? Yeah, but that's easier. That's an easier pill to swallow, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I do think so. Yeah, I could use a, have a couple examples, actually. I want to roll it out to the audience, then. Do you have a metal dream band? You know? Like, people, you could just take, you could pluck them from anywhere. You know, you could put any band, you know, just make your own dream band. And who would it be? A lot of people told me to check out, um, actually, one person. <laughs> Kevin from Graveworm. Always, uh, he said that, uh, check out that. Fuck, I don't remember what it's called. Um, I guess I got the internet right here to tell me. Who's the guys? Um, well, exactly. Dave Grohl. He's like, yeah, check out what Dave Grohl did with uh, you know, that metal project. I was like, Dave Grohl did a metal project? When did Dave Grohl become qualified to tell me anything that would be good about metal? Because <laughs> I did not think that Nirvana was rocking. I did not like Foo Fighters. Do I even need to start going on more? But then he's like, yeah. no, this is really good. And fuck if, it, if I know what the hell it is. Uh, it, it has a Voivod looking cover. I'm looking at a Probot. There it is. That rings a bell. Maybe yeah. we, do we so have it in stock? Maybe. I don't think we ever did. It so Southern familiar. Lord put it out. Now I'm not wanting the trash on Southern Lord, but realistically, that's already kind of problem number one. Because for me, for me, because he did the repugnant though, didn't he? Or is that no? no that's, that's Soul Cellar. Uh, Soul Cellar. Soul Cellar Southern yeah. Lord, like just it, it's too much like stoner kind of shit. Has he done anything I like? Yeah, because he reissued uh, Nihilist. Yeah, which yeah, was he weird. Did. They that did was that a nice really L- nice fucking really record. nice LP. Yeah, yeah. Um, and for me, I like Corrosion of Conformity, so I liked that EP that they did. But uh, nonetheless, for the most part, it's a hard hit, which is odd too. That like I like Corrosion of Conformity, but then I want like all the other stoner stuff. But I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a stoner uh, fan. I hate stuff. that fucking term. Honestly, I don't like. I don't really like the term. Do. I I can't think of any. Is there any? Is there any stoner bands that you know that I like? I can't think of anybody. I don't know because I honestly, if I like the band, I don't. I would. I usually try never to call them stoner. Yeah. Because okay. honestly, I really. I'm, I want to start. If I were to start a petition, if I cared that much, I would start the petition to make replace it stoner with just put shit. Shit metal. These are usually just what it is, or just I never boredom. Yeah. Fucking yeah. boredom. That, I never that's better. Yeah, boredom. Fucking boredom metal, man. Yeah. Uh, there might be somebody I'm not thinking of that I like, but yeah, I can't think of anybody. So anyway, so here's his so here's his dream team that Dave Grohl did that was just so highly recommended. And uh <laughs> Bernard said he will trash Southern Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> um so he got Venom, so he got Kronos, he got Max Cavalera, Lemmy. I, let's stop there for just a second. Am I a dickhead for going, Lemmy, 
Should I be like the excited guy, like Lemmy, like everyone else is? Because I'm really at Lemmy. Yeah, because honestly, other than the, like his Motorhead style, what what is he gonna do that's different? It's just gonna do that. It's gonna sound like Motorhead, whatever he does. Yeah, and and and, and if you, I don't know. All I, you need is Motorhead. They got thirty albums. How much more shit do you need? And are all thirty awesome? I didn't think so. Up to the day that he was dying, was he creating good music in your world? Uh, you know what? Some of those later ones I actually kind of like. Um, okay. Motorizer was good. All right. I wasn't up on the times. I'm just saying, and it might have been the presentation factor, but it was just like everyone's fucking blowing this guy figuratively, and it's just like, I- I'm, I'm kind of sick of hearing about Lemmy, dude. Especially when I'm trying to just talk about, like, thrash and death and all other shit. You know, when we just keep bringing up him. And it's like, Jesus Christ, man, what do I not need to... You know what I mean? It's like going to a party, and you're like, fuck yeah, you know, Repulsion or Goat Moon. And then, yeah, you know, Scott Ian and Anthrax are really rocking. Yeah, but that never happens, though. Not to me. No what do you mean does. it never happens? Doesn't it happen always to me. happens. Doesn't happen to this guy. What, people bringing up shit that you don't care about? When you're not trying to talk bringing about up shit. Repulsion and Goat Moon to him. Then they just stop talking, normally. Well, that's because that's why I'm not talking to him. We ain't on well, the same interest that, page. It, that might as well be the That's same thing. If, if you ever go out with me or go into like whatever, any functions or whatever, nine times out of ten, I'm just kind of sitting there like a bump on the log. I know people are just because thinking no one's cool. talking about fucking repulsion. Well, there's no one's talking about shit that I'm interested in. If you're going to be talking about the, who did you say, the cranberries, the blueberries, or whoever just died, <laughs> like, I don't give a the fuck. Blueberries. You know, I always love blueberries. You know, the fucking song. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, well, what are we yeah. going to talk about? We ain't got nothing to talk about. I know. But I, exactly. 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 So that's what I'm just saying. But I know? mean, and the thing is, I'm not trying to make it sound like I'm better than them. I don't like to I'm sound like that. I'm not saying better no, than I'm saying, saying is, I'm fucking no, the, bored the, by the, them. The board, <laughs> basically, yeah, like you said, if I was talking about Repulsion, Go Moon, Overkill, the blank board face I would get out of them, they're going to get the same blank board face out of me talking about their goddamn whatever. Well, right. It's because, like, yeah, I'm not interested in it. That makes sense. So dude, that's what usually the, the shit is like, yeah, dude, unless you have similar interests as me, we're probably not going to have a lot to talk about. Even if it's someone that's extremely into metal, the Lemmy conversation never goes far that I'm just like, I'm happy I had this conversation. It's always, man, had- he's the guy that de- he defined bass playing. I've never heard that one either. Dude, uh, apparently, uh, then there you go. Like, you're, you're, I guess you're unqualified for this conversation. I've had Maybe. it. I'm sick of hearing it, dude. dude. People have said that to you multiple times. He defined bass playing. Yeah. Oh, I haven't heard that one. I'm just like, okay, all right, uh, can I leave? Oh, Matt said he, uh, he was, so here's his dream band. Dan, Danny Lilker on bass, uh-huh. Mike Scotchia on guitar from Rigor Mortis, Nick Menz on drums. Matt, this isn't happening. You got a lot of dead guys. Um, <laughs> a lot of dead guys. In fact, <laughs> all it is is one living guy, and then Paul Bailoff on vocals. Granted, that would well, be a great, damn good great. band. You said there's one, one living guy, but I don't think he's lasted much longer either. <laughs> Dude, let's... Right? let's Oh, oh, uh, uh, Danny! I don't. I hope he is. Danny's no, I know. Great. I hear he's I cool as fuck. But I mean, cool as he, fuck. But he, dude. he sounds. See, now, bro- now there's a guy. But he see, sounds he, brain dead. All right. right? So f- fuck Probot. I don't even want to listen. No, that sounds like a pretty cool uh, lineup that he said. I would listen. I would, like, yeah, yeah. yeah so if that was on a sticker of a front of an album, I would definitely Wait, check hold, it out. Okay, hold on. Let, let, let me finish just for anyone that was like wanting to know. Uh, so Probot had Mike Dean from Corrosion of Corn. So I'll give that thumbs up. Um Kurt Brecht of Dirty Rappin, okay, DRI, cool, Lee Dorian of Cathedral, Napalm Death, uh, okay, Kim of Soundgarden, Two Thumbs Down, um, Wino from St. Vitus, Tom G. Warrior, Celtic Frost, Snake of Voivod, Eric Wagner of Trouble, King Diamond of King Diamond, <laughs> shit, <laughs> and then Jack Black of Tenacious D, I don't get that at all, um, so anyway, 
That's ProBot. I don't know. That doesn't sound compelling to listen to. So I'm going back to Matt's dream band, though. Now, this does sound compelling. Let's, let's dissect this for a second. Let's think about how this could sound, because this sounds pretty... It could sound really interesting. Danny Lilker on bass. Danny Lilker, Nuclear Assault, Brutal Truth. Anthrax. Uh, yeah. Uh, S.O.D., so on and so forth. And that's the and that's the thing about Danny, dude. That and that, that guy, see, he was in, he isn't Scott Ian. Yet he could be, but he's not. He is in the music. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. where that gripe always comes from. How did these guys go from a heyday of being that like, you know, of the angst of like, we're gonna start it, we're gonna redefine it, and then redefine it, and then twenty years later, listen to shitty music. Think about that. <laughs> Danny Lilliker didn't do it. I mean, he might he had like some skeletons in that collection, but for the most part, he's he's doing okay. He's doing pretty legit. And he's putting, well, I think so. Yeah. Dude, he's putting out grind and shit. Like he's yeah, putting yeah. out. He's into this stuff. And yeah. then you meet him. He's into it. You know what he I mean? He had Nunslaughter play at his wedding. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's in, and he's not like who's. Well, he kind of was. He didn't recognize. Yes, me. I think he's. I think he's not. Maybe I'm just that pointless of a person. <laughs> I mean, I just think he's had a little bit yeah. too much of the blood. I don't have a dream band, but if I did, either Proscriptor or Jim Kanye would be in it. Two of the best drummers slash vocalists. Hey, I love Jim Omar. He, he needed to hit the practice a little bit more, though. There was definitely times like, Jim, what the fuck, man? And he'd be like, I don't practice my drums. It's like, I, I think we should, Jim. I think we Do you know should. what his line was when he stopped practicing drums? Do you know that story? After Terrorizer. After Terrorizer. Once Terrorizer World Downfall came out. I there, was no, I, there was no there was no need to practice. practice. Nothing could be better than that. That's what he I said. It's like, well, maybe as good? <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's what he said. I mean, you would think that especially as good would be a valid thing, that's, but that's, that's what he would say. It's just like, yeah. Jim, we need to practice. I'm not practicing that. That was always an unsolved thing. Like, what song do you want to play? Like, oh, why don't we play one we haven't played in years? Like, here's a one. And then we run through it, and then it's stinking. I'm not, I, that, that sucked. We played it once. It was the first time. Like, what's the song you said that they did that to? Like, who sings that? I'd be love to know. Rah, rah, rah. That I said? Yeah, yeah. Like they griped at that they didn't want to do. Well, they didn't gripe and didn't want to do. Played once. It stunk, obviously. And then that was it. Um, I don't know, but I'll, I'll say this. We would play. Um, Killed by the Cross a lot, mm -hmm. and Don would always bitch about like we're gonna have to pull it from the set because the blast part is not it stinks. All right. <laughs> and Jim would refuse to practice it. So one day he's like, "We're fucking practicing it because if we're gonna play it, because he really wanted to still play it, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna fucking play it, and you're gonna practice it." And he did the same shit. Play it once, like that fucking sucked. This is just like. Who did that, Jim we, or Don? Yeah, Jim. Like, we, you play it once, it would uh, stink. It would be, that, that, cause that's the problem. Like, why are they doing this? And it's like, well, dude, you got to practice it more than once. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I so, didn't know that, no. So there was just a lot of that going on. Uh, I, I don't remember, man. I, I uh, Sick of my the side of Christ wasn't one of them, was it? No, but I did nominate that for you. Yeah. That's why that turned on that one, uh, re that, that one like recording that it was on. It I is on like, something, yeah. Yeah, because I didn't care, man. Like honestly, I went into that band not a fan. Mm, yeah, I remember that. Uh, I told him that too. It's <laughs> like I'm not a fan, but I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll go to Japan. Let's go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I was rooting for you on that. Um, I but I don't know. I don't know what I put said. So anyway, the um, Danny Lockett, Mike Scotia, Nick Menza, and Paul Bailoff. I mean, Nick Menza. That's like to me some of the best drumming of the Megadeth era. 
that's a classic Megadeth lineup. Um, I love Rust in Peace, so Nick Menza would be tearing it up, but he's dead, so he ain't going to be doing much. Uh, Paul Bailoff, that would be cool. However, if he's doing Pleasures of the Flesh demo stuff, uh, I, I don't you know like that, that demo. I do like that demo, but he really, when you listen to Pleasures of the Flesh, because even Steve sews up, when he came into that, when he came into Exodus, he was, you know, Pleasures of the Flesh, he sounded different than what he inevitably became, which was yeah. awful. Um, he was even, he was less awful, actually, on Pleasures of the Flesh. In fact, I thought he was better at doing the, like doing like kind of the sing, where Paul Bailoff, it didn't work out. He just needed to yell. Well, he got the, Paul got the boot, though, didn't he? Like, he didn't quit the band. Didn't he get kicked out? I thought I he was know. just like a drunk, basically. I don't know. I think that's a story I heard. I don't know how true that is, but I, I, I was under the impression, kind of like, uh, yeah, that he just got kicked out. Like that's why he wasn't in the band no more. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I, somebody I don't knows remember. The story I, about that. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, so, but he'd be if he would yell, he'd be great in that band. And Mike Scotch on guitar, man, you'd have some wicked different riffs mm-hmm. and soloing. Like Matt, that would be a pretty sweet project. I would want. I want to hear that now, but yeah, we won't. Uh, yeah. We never will. No. Uh, James said King Folly. He's just going to be the dream band, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was at a show, a friend a of junk. ours, or, or an acquaintance we know, he was. He had a list of like shirts like that he had. There's like was, Nihilist, Hellhammer, Sacrificed. <laughs> just all that cool good, shit. Good shit, yeah. So now I'm looking at him like, fuck yeah, I want this, this, this. Put me down for that. Hey, dude, here's this one. And I pass along, and then he looks... And he just hands it back to them. The dude that had the list was like, "Yeah, because you know, there's nothing but fucking junk on that. You know, Hellhammer. <laughs> who likes that? You know, <laughs> nothing but junk. <laughs> I love that. Is the best. Just fucking. Dude, I almost have to bust that light out with some of my shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing you but did junk. do that, kind of. Not like that, but yeah, I kind of did. Nothing we, but junk. <laughs> well, you were hitting a guy up for like a Hell's Headbangers distribution. Yeah. And you're just like, you know, fuck, you know, it, it sounds like midnight. It's got this and that. And the guy's like, I don't need it. And you just write, Justin just writes back, oh, oh I thought you were in the metal. <laughs> well, I am, but I am, but I mean, I Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> what more you got to say there, bro? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> kind of like the other day, I posted a band and the band described themselves for a bastard child of midnight and this and then someone Tom yeah, if you're watching Tom hey uh, it was like fuck what more do you need to say a bastard child of midnight sounds band, great was it, was it Chapel no it Chapel, was a different band that was Chapel uh, from Canada folks look them up that's a great band total midnight ripoff it's basically midnight from Canada midnight from Canada Chapel that's some good. poutine yeah that, that's a great album So I wanted to leave kind of on this cassette thing um, in that kind of talking about <laughs> just nerdy ass shit, honestly, but um, that, well, both of the guys were here or still here. Maybe not. Who knows? We got two guys but left. That, yeah. Um, well, no, no, no. But uh, Chris, who drew this cover, oh, <laughs> <fuck>. just fucking <laughs> dropped. That was broken. This cover, that's so great. It flies out of your hand. So this cover that I have to reassemble. <laughs> Dude, it's so fucking hot in here. It totally my, is. It's like my hand probably sweating. So anyway, there's there's that. So this awesome cover that I hope you can see. I'm going to put it right up there. There. Chris was gracious enough to draw that for this Crucify Mortals release. And reason why I bring this up other than to give a selfless plug. Um, Crucify, what did I call this? A live and discordance. It's a live show in Poland. 
I don't remember the year. Um, and it sounds really fucking good. That's a CO tape? Yeah. I mean, it's pro level. And that's precisely why I'm bringing it up. Link for it's in the description if you care. And then one other thing, I, and then the we I just got these back, the Psalms of the Dead Choir tapes from Dylan, Dylan yeah. of Head Split Records, which is the other point I was going to make. There's also a link for that for anyone that cares, because tapes are hot now, and I, I kind of sort of don't understand why, but um, but they're cool. And so when it came to doing this alive and discordant Crucify Morals release that Chris drew that awesome. Did you ever see that artwork? He did a really cool job. Chris, who drew this? Uh, Chris, who was watching earlier, Chris Bell. Oh, I, I, know the, I know the name. Who I'm a dickhead, and I forgot to. Uh, I pulled an Athenar and yeah, didn't put good. his that's name good. in there. That's cool shit. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, shit came around. Athenar never gave me credit for the satanic I like the royalty DVD. I like so the no, I didn't get nailed to the bottom. Yeah, yeah. So it was some Below attention the to detail. Feet. What's that? Below the bastard's feet. Yeah. Well, it's not supposed to be the bastard. It's, a bastard. Um, it's another bastard. Well, actually, it is supposed to be the bastard because that's what crucify mortals means. Yeah. Um. So anyway, um. So we put out this cool tape, and when it was, I go into this tape, uh, Hellfire Tapes put it out in uh, Scotland uh, because of a Heavy Metal Relics video. He's like, oh, cool, I want you have some cool stuff, I want to put it out. That's why he did it? Yeah, he hit yeah. me up because he's like, oh, you showed off like this stack of tapes. I said I had a oh, stack okay. of tapes of like rarities. So I was like, well, let me give you something that doesn't sound like shit, but is a horrendous performance. And that's precisely where this, this topic comes into, in that... Like, going to the well of stuff, like, I didn't want to just put out, like, any fucking burp and fart. Like, I feel that, like, you kind of just, like, when bands do that. You junk up the catalog. Yeah, you just junk up the catalog. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of sort of left it on him. I was like, look, man, I got this as the as the musician on it. I, I don't know. It's really fucking sloppy. I, I'm literally, like, like, vomiting, almost vomiting because I was like singing way too hard. Um, the first song, now this is kind of cool, but the first song didn't have lyrics yet for the time. Like, it's just, and it's a mess. We fuck it up. But, you know, what? here it is. Listen to it. It sounds really good. It would who's, be awesome. Who's on that out. lineup of it? Zach and Sebastian. Okay. So the, the, the classic CM lineup. Without Novi. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows about that. I don't know. I think they do. I don't okay. know. Some reviewer did. This band well, he's on had, the desk. It shows his he's photographed. Yeah, this band had the ba- bass player of Vader. No wonder that they sound like Vader. I'm like, he didn't write anything. It, what, it doesn't, doesn't sound like, like Vader. Vader. I don't know about that. I, exactly. People just put shit in their head. Anyway, back to this, this live and discordant. So, you know, want to put out this cool thing. But yeah, like the burp and farts, man. Like, I just think whether it be a bonus track, a, a, a release, a seven inch, kind of especially when you get to these formats, man, like... I hate that. Like, uh, give me something really cool because tapes are kind of trendy. People do want to buy them. So give them something cool. Cool shells and stuff like that. Yeah. Give them cool shells. Like, I think this is really cool. I I think it's really simple, but that's kind of the beauty of it. But it's still cool, you know, and it's got the awesome artwork that Chris drew up specifically for this release. Special artwork. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then it's got, you know, fly photos and even the flyer from the show. Like, you know, and then I I even did a write up telling you how awful this experience was probably going to be. When you listen to it. How many press of those? He did. Do you number them or something? I think he did a hundred. Okay. 
Which bat when I know I was ripping on, you know, we, we did it with pride and all that. Let's do it. alive because right. it's kind of a collector's item, you know. Prove it to me that there's demand and I'll make more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there is. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't you really, do you feel robbed when you get that? Like, oh, fuck, man. Just like, you know, you're like, yeah, especially now because all these reissues. Like, yes, bonus tracks. And then you get it and it's. <sighs> That has happened. It's been a little bit of a while since I was super disappointed by something like that. But, I mean, I, I've, I've had it happen for sure. Yeah? Like, well, I think those... What do you uh, want as bonus tracks, I thought then? those. Well, I thought those Carnivore uh, reissues on uh, Metal Mind were kind of half-assed. Yeah, they hacked up the demo. That's God damn it. So those were, and then... Um, and that could have been... Dude, especially with the shit that I have of Carnivore... That are bootlegs and stuff of live like dude, oh there's some live bootlegs on unreleased track what, what I was know it, was it Cry Wolf yeah oh yeah there's unreleased songs put yeah. that shit on there what the fuck are you doing hacking uh, up a five song demo dude, those, God those, damn it. those big label posers they don't even know what they, they don't even have that shit dude and let's trash them for a second. fuck this tape conversation <laughs> let's just take us so you know but 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 I did want to encourage you like if you care th- those are cool tapes I'm just trashing as a musician it sounds really good I think it turned out much better it, it might be entertaining to listen to I don't know. I, I'm just I'm a horrendous salesman of my own shit, but there they are. T- link in the description. But yeah, what the hell is that? I fucking hate that, man. Carnivore. I love Carnivore, and it's mm-hmm. totally one of those bands that was short lived. So yeah. anything that you can find that is especially unreleased, as, as far as, as material, sounds, like a new song, if it sounds decent at least. And, and well, even if it doesn't, I'm willing to humor it. Yeah, yeah. Um. Like, fuck, yes, yes. So then, so Carnivore, prime example. Dude, what is there, like five fucking songs between, the, like, because you have some of those bootlegs. Do you, do you have all the same bootlegs, probably? Yeah. I, I think uh, I have, like, uh, three. Yeah, I am a meat eater. Uh, I believe the other one is might be called Cry Wolf. I think I do. I definitely have two bootleg LPs. I want to say there is a third one. Two for sure. So well, yeah, yeah. There is there is a third in there. So somewhere. there's probably at least five songs worth of unreleased songs of. Carnival. I don't know. If there's five, three. Two, yeah, three. Three I think for sure. All right, three for sure on this live thing. And then when you go to the demo, there's a fourth one because and so you got a studio unreleased song. Then yeah. you got some pretty decent sounding live stuff. That as a label, it is your job. I don't give a flying fuck if you're gonna be like, well, that's a bootleg. I'm not gonna, you know, support that and get. You need to seek that shit out and get it, and then officially do it. Then because you're the fucking label, yeah. and you're gonna be selling an awesome product that is Carnivore reissues with every fucking burp and fart. That's not a burp and fart because they're good quality. Find them, put that on there. Not it's a five song demo. Why don't we just put three songs on there? Yeah, that's half. Thanks, dickhead. Yeah, we're the other two. Yeah, where the fuck are the other two, and where the hell are those live tracks? Yeah. You know, because it was so short-lived. Yeah. And, I, and that's bullshit. Makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm, so, <laughs> I guess that's the end of that. <laughs> but there was uh, there's other shit, too, but those come to my mind. Uh, but, yeah, so there is stuff you get in, you're kind of like, oh, fuck, they fucked this up. Totally fuck it up, and that happens a lot, man. Yeah. That happens a lot, and I, I'm, I'm really, I'm really disappointed by that, and, and especially big stuff. And it is kind of sort of metal mine artillery, man. Artillery. I did an interview with Michael the guitar. Those releases player. just seem kind of skimpy and half-assed overall. They just, fucked that up too. There's is it fucked up? Yes. What's fucked up on it. They didn't inclu- conclude. They didn't include a whole demo. But yet, yeah. But that band has a bunch of demos. All right, they got and they got a bunch of albums. 
first demo, first album. So you say a demo, the full demo for each album. Or or, honestly, they put out a demo, a demo disc. And these are good sounding demos. Yeah, yeah. Um, And they didn't put that on there. You had to get a box set that kind of sort of had it. But it's just like, dude, this is this is bad work. (laughs) You should be fired. I said (laughs) these bigger labels, I mean, these guys, the reason they do this, I don't think they know because they're not fans of this themselves. These these. These guys like Central Media and shit, they don't listen to this stuff anymore. They might have at one time, but they don't anymore. Yeah. So they don't really know. When you're not putting out as a fan, you, how could you know what the fans want? Because you're not a fan of yourself. I agree. I agree. I, I think that's why it is. That you get it and you're just like, this is just junk. Has anyone noticed that? I mean, leave that in the comments. But uh, in that, you know, people half-ass and shit. And you're, you're, you as a fan, an excited fan, don't get everything that you were expecting of a reissue. Uh, you know, because, and especially these reissues, man, I'll be the first to tell you, a lot of this whole vinyl, it's, it's on vinyl, dude. And then you get these vinyl nerds coming out there going, I got to get it. It's on vinyl. You know, you're kind of fucking yourself because, well, you're not getting anything that's uh, a lot of these reissues that are happening now, especially big label ones. And then these kids jumping on and spending top dollar for vinyl and going, fuck yeah, it's vinyl, but see, it sounds better. See, there you go. You just got fucked, dude. You were just sold a fucking lemon because they, it, it, they just ripped it off the CD and pressed it on vinyl just to appease that and get oh, you money. Are like Central Media stuff doing stuff? I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say particularly Central and, and no, actually, I want to clear their record there. I don't think they're, actually, I think they're probably one of the few that are actually probably making an effort. But yeah, so bigger, like the Treblinka box. That shit, they've done some shit that's pretty cool looking. I mean, yeah. Uh, so no, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to yeah. leave. I don't, I don't want, I want to shit on them when they're, when you can't shit on them. You know what I mean? But there's, there's labels that do that. And it's just like, dude, you're just cashing in on a, on, you know, I'm fucking really just tricking people, you know, that thinking they're getting like a high quality. Why don't they think they're trying to trick me? I just think they don't know themselves. I really don't think they know. Well, then get out of business. well there's that too. But. Yeah. I don't even want to trash it. But those uh, creator reissues that came out, they advertised Pleasure to Kill that just came out on vinyl and CD, and they put a sticker on there, remastered. Yeah, yeah, it was remastered 20 years ago. (laughs) It's the same fucking master that I have on my remaster that, I yeah, I've owned for 17 years now. Yeah, okay. And and then it also said liner notes by Millie. Same fucking liner notes. Oh, is that di- okay? Yeah. 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 So the only difference is what about they, endless pain? Was that different? No. Same shit. Same bonus tracks. Same everything from when it came out the first reissue on CD yeah, and LP yeah, from those ago. years ago. Yeah. And I've had that CD, that particular CD, for nearly twenty years yeah, now. Yeah. So I'm calling your fucking bullshit. And wow, there goes the noise reissues that HH could ever re- relicense. But they told us no, so <laughs> I guess that was already out the window. Well, I think they were planning on doing that. They were, what, what else is that? The same level as doing the Running Wilds and um, I think which I think are out now. Yeah. Same label that did the creators, I think it is, right? Yeah. I think it is, isn't it? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know what they ended up doing more of, but okay. yeah, it, it was false advertising on a bigger level. And there you go. There's the ends on that if you're wondering about those. So we've been kind of just kind of really just 
hitting it with the, the last few episodes, lacking some sort of playlist. And we didn't really do too much better here, but we did have something because uh, I, I think fans did want to kind of be left with some music to go home and listen to since we don't exactly have uh, a playlist to accompany the episodes, which, however, though, by the way, when we first came back, I was just plugging it like crazy, Hellcast.net. You join that mailing list, for one. No algorithms of anyone else, some big companies that fuck things up. Facebook, iTunes, they fuck things up too. Then they'll fuck up you even knowing that there's a Hellcast episode. So if you join the mailing list, you'll know. And a lot of other things. So Hellcast.net, join the email list. But you get show notes and stuff for every episode. And what we've been doing, but lacking so in the last few times, was uh, you know, talking about a playlist telling you what we liked about it but then leaving you with the power of technology and that you can just click a button by going to hellcast.net and there you go now you can listen to that song and i thought that was pretty effective so to leave you today is uh, some shit that uh justin's gonna have to plug because i have not had any time to listen to music other than just shit that you already heard about with midnight you just heard the new Mi- i just heard the new midnight album for the first time yeah the album that came out on hellside bangers that's how it worked <laughs> out so yeah so this band guys uh, we just got these in and uh, i never heard of them it's called i can't even pronounce it to this day it's this minute on nay un totter nay un totter yeah now that is some crickets in the comments <laughs> yeah stench to stench as it's called anyways uh it's their uh 91 and 90 demo. I thought it was fucking great. I listened to it just yesterday. Never heard of them. Um, so obviously from the early 90s, it's like death grind stuff. I particularly like the vocals. Um, sounded really just fucking. Let me disgusting. say that again. Yeah, it's great. I thought it was fucking great. It could be Noin Toter. Noin Toter. And if you guys find out where the fuck they're from, let me know too, because I couldn't figure it out in the goddamn disc. Noin Totter. Fuck yeah. Evolved. Dave Rotten from Extreme Records. Honestly, I don't even really remember what Evolve sounds like. Well, it depends on what era you hear. I mean, uh, they, what era do you like? I like everything. Everything's relatively good. In the middle, the mid era, a lot of people didn't like it. Actually, was a stab wound, stab wound intercourse. It's okay. uh, really melodic though, and most of shit isn't melodic. At least not in the beginning. They start off as just a straight like death grind band, uh, but the uh, stab wound intercourse it has, still has like the guttural vocals, but yeah, lots of melody in it. All right. Did you listen to that Annihilator scene? Yeah, that was great. Wasn't it great? Yeah, I was going to say, he did that too. I, that was another band. I didn't know who they were. So, Annihilator. Not the Freaking, Annihilator that everyone's thinking of. No, not the shitty uh, Canadian one that has well, a few good albums, but not as many as for the, the large discography they have. It's Annihilator spelled differently, too. Yes. I think it doesn't A-N-I-A-L-A-T-O-R. Yeah, no H. Texas band. Great fucking band. Yeah, that, that was good. Kind of, sort of did put out an album, I guess. Uh, it's basically, just Matt, a compilation disc, though. Shit, I forgot the name of the album, but it doesn't really matter because the disc I'm talking about, yeah, is, is a compi- compilation. Compilation. Disc. But why I mention it as an album is because I have uh, the picture disc and LP. Of oh, do you really? Yeah, yeah. So that was all I had. Yeah, that was all I had. I think there might have been something else. Um, but any, at any rate, that CD puts all that on there. So. And, and then has truly unreleased material. See, Dave went out there. See, there you go, man. If you can find fucking Annihilator's unreleased shit, you can find fucking Carnivores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're a, a smaller label. So there's the power of fans putting out. And then there was uh, that same singer who was in a band called Sufferance, which is really fucking heavy. 
It was awesome. And it was another band uh, that was It wasn't totally, a death metal band, was it? I mean, kind of. Like, I mean, it, not not to like the conventional way of what everyone thinks with Cookie Monster vocals. More death thrash. He, it was, his vocals were pretty much like they were in Annihilator, only it was a little more amped up. Okay. Uh, but the music was definitely heavier. Uh, there was definitely a two-song demo, which was great. And then they did a, a, an album. Mm-hmm. And all that shit needs to come out. So Dave or Hell's Headbangers, put it out. I want to hear that band with Mike Scotcha, Danny Lilkin. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get together. What would that band be called? Uh, uh, Brain Dead. Maybe Rigor Dead? Death? Rigor, Rigor Death? Uh, isn't that kind of redundant in a way, since Rigor Mortis sets in when you're dead? Yeah, but... Uh, I always wanted to do a band that sounded just like Rigor Mortis called Algor Mortis. Rigor Mortis is the process of your blood. Did you really want to do that? Seriously, yeah. yeah. So since rigor mortis is the process of your uh, your blood hardening, where algor mortis is the process of your blood, your body chilling. Okay. So I always thought it was a cool little. Surprised there's not a band shoot. called that. Yeah. I think there is, but oh, is there? My algor mortis would just say "fuck them all" and then like, <laughs> it's like some shitty black metal. Probably it's probably yeah, crybaby black metal. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, more, I just want to die. Post, it's like rigor mortis worship. Yeah, you know, because you read the lyrics and it'll be like. I just want Elgar Mortis to set in on me because I hate my life. You know? See, why is that? Like, why is it like you don't get like any uh, like rigor mortis worshiping bands, but you'll have like ten thousand bands that worship Bathory. I don't. I, I, you know welcome, welcome to a thought in my head. You know, what I mean? like, there's nothing wrong with having a Bathory band, but it's like there's so many. It's like, how about do somebody that there isn't many two bands? It, that worship but is, on me? yeah, I I, I, I full heartedly agree. Dude, it, it's it's at Lemmy's stature at that point. Yeah, it's like how many? Well, I love Quarthon. You're just like. What else do you love, dude? It's like, Fucking, yeah, it's, you know? like it's already been. It's like I get that. It's like, but you're kind of late to the game. Many other people have yeah. already done it. Like, great. Like, what's your favorite song? Sacrifice. You know, like exactly. fuck that's yeah. been done. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna start a band, and uh, we're gonna cover Ace of Spades, Sacrifice by Bathory, because we love Bathory, and, <laughs> the and, guy and black metal by Venom. Yeah, <laughs> that's never been done. Yeah, yeah. I knew that the Bathory worship was out of hand, particularly the first album. When I saw a band that had nothing to do with Bathory and their band photos on their CD was them holding records, Bathory, and then the other guy had Venom. And you're just like, I mean, maybe for the Facebook page, I'd get it. And then, you know, you know, this That's is the greatest that- records. But on your actual album, like, it's just kind of, I don't remember the name. I wish I did. Well, I really, I I've been that. trying to think for the, for years. So if you know, let us know. But uh, <laughs> it, dude, it was just like, you got to be fucking kidding me. You know? Yeah. I could see that though. I could see them doing that. And Black Diamond by Kiss. <laughs> uh, uh, Anders. Oh my God. Black Diamond by Kiss. Yes. Bathory did that. But what really tipped me off to the Blood Feast did it too. Was Blood Feast. Yeah. I'm like. What happened? They and I even asked Adam fun. from Blood Feast. He's like, I, it was bad, wasn't it? And I was like, <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> That's being nice. Well, I guess Lenny Kravitz was there at that studio and, and recording at the same time. So they're like, hey, Lenny, you like Kiss? And he, like, probably, yeah. said, he probably said, who doesn't? And you're just like, you know, which is another thing. Back to that metal show shit. Dude, that was a, that was a conversation. Getting in the Kiss. And I couldn't think of any more moment to be like, just change the channel. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I've heard that fucking story. I yeah. don't care. It's like it's like it's like my mom likes Kiss. You know. So let me tell you a story, young one. Man, back in the seventies, 
when they made these things, they were on wax and it, like it had a needle and you put it on there. There were, this was before CDs. This was before streaming. Talking like you're a fucking total dumbass. Yeah. And then like, this was before all this shit, young kid, let me tell you something. And you would play the record and then you'd have to flip it over. Oh, get that. Isn't that inconvenient? And then, <laughs> you know, you just would listen to it. But anyway, there was this band called Kiss. And when I first and, heard that, and they were scary. Yeah, I mean, people were scared. And then there's the guy. Oh, I think his name was uh, Gene Simmons. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it was. Man, when he did the blood and the make, it was just scary. And I was, I just wanted to make music ever since. I can tell you, someone has said similar yeah. shit. I've heard that. Never so. minding the fact that you're just sitting there going. The very well-known band Kiss that everyone knows at this day and age here now, 40 years later, that the, we hear every fucking day, I don't know, songs like Detroit you can almost Rock pretty City, much get, Doctor, Doctor. You can walk in the grocery store and there's a 50% chance someone's going to be wearing a t-shirt yes. by them. In fact, one of the songs you hardly hear by Kiss, Kiss perform, is Black Diamond. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You don't hear that in no fucking radio. No. Yeah. I haven't anyways. Yeah. So the last dipshit that ever did that to me was Hell's Bells, well, that I caught on tape. But I'm longing for the opportunity to catch another one of those idiots because I fucking it's hate It's been that. a long time since I've gotten one of those, and it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, I know, man. But at HH, we definitely get that driver that'll come in. Yeah. Oh, wow. Records? Eh? Vile records? I, I don't even know you're old enough to know what that is. And then, and then they'll bring it's up. like, how old do you think I am? And then they'll bring <laughs> up, like, man, I got a bunch of old used records. Do you guys buy records? Oh, like, I hate no, that. Nothing that you have, no. The only good thing that metal show ever did was helping me discover Anvil, which Omar is precisely where I have that lem that lemmy distaste. Was the Anvil movie? Have you seen the Anvil movie? No. Do you like Anvil? It's okay. I mean, I'm not, I was never huge on them. All right. Um, Give the first few records. Yeah, though, yeah. But whenever thrown at me rough. too, whenever thrown at me too, it was kind of like a stack of discs at a time. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, what's what? I don't know. Like, what's the first album? What's metal the on metal. Album? Uh, the second album is metal on metal. That that's that's that, the first album. Then? Uh, hard and heavy. Okay. Every album's like something, and, and like it's oh, always okay. like a short word. It's always three words. But uh, those those I like the first. I could see you not liking hard and heavy. But anyway, uh, metal on metal is where to go. So anyway, um, in that movie, and it is like the opening scene. It kicks off like Anvil was back in the 80s. They played with the Scorpions. They went to Japan. They were with White Snake and they're Deep Purple and, you know, naming all these big names. But, you know, something to the effect of like time was not too gracious on them. And then slash. Yeah. Anvil was a great band. Gee, slash. Wow. Slash. Whoa. You really know a lot about Anvil. Oh, that's what he said. And Lars Ulrich. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I, I think we played with them. And then Lemmy, like, <laughs> and you're just like, dude, I don't give a fuck about the three of you now. Like, you don't. Why are these guys in there? Like, get some crazy fucking Toronto guy. Yeah. They, they exist. Trust me. That would be like, you know, you know, like going crazy. Like, yeah. I don't know why they're not bigger because I fucking love them. You know, like yeah, yeah. that would have been like, and that was the start of the video. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would have been more so interesting. When I, but when I saw that, the Lemmy, I was just like, why is he in here? What is there going to, like, is he in the Cannibal Corpse documentary? Lemmy? Yeah. No. no. I, not that I, I recall. I was almost expecting Slash. Yeah, that's, we're talking, going back to that conversation. He probably doesn't even know who that is. I know. He'd be like, yeah, he'd be like, you, you would totally get, you'd get this out of Lemmy if you said Camel Corpse. 
and, and Slash especially. Ah, uh, Slash definitely why don't is know. Slash talking about metal. He's not even in a metal band. No, no. <laughs> he never was. No. In I fact, agree. in fact, I will go insane that I like a few Guns N' Roses things. Not full albums. Just songs. Uh, yeah. But for the most part, that guy. It's not Paradise City, is it? The, no, that, that song, song blows. Sucks. You're the one that said that. Like, song blows. It's the worst song on the record. Like, that song does suck. Yeah. yeah but, it sucks. dude, wor- he's made worse music than that. And somehow oh, he's he does definitely about- worse songs I'm, in their catalog. Yeah. 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 But then, like, worse bands. Oh, I never listened to oh, that. Oh, you don't want heard to. That you shit. don't want to. It's it's god-awful. Fucking god-awful. But then again, when he dies, I'm probably going to get a bunch of metalheads going, Oh, my God. When they, you know, <laughs> whatever the fuck. You got appetite for destruction? Oh, God, wait How for that. How about the spaghetti incident? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say, though. When Slash dies, you're going to have a bunch of people. Dude, when spaghetti incident came out, it, it was changed sick. my life. I mean, I never heard Nazareth hair of the dog until then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. So, yeah, why Slash on anything? But I'm, I'm waiting for it, man. Swedish death metal documentary. Fucking, like, the the, the, the official movie. No one's asking now. that, JoJo. Dude, what they he will. They fucking will. Yeah, he's, it's going to be Scotty and He definitely Slash. don't know what that is. <laughs> They're going to do a hologram of Lemmy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, think I, I think I met Nick A. Anderson because well, he liked it. I think, I, think yeah. we'll, I believe this member <laughs> might open up for us. You know, there's a lot of those screaming demons, you know what I mean? <laughs> we'll talk to you next time.